ascended. Uh, Boy, the rest, we keep your day dead. Uh, 19 years old, I got seven feet. Yeah. Break the bitch back like a tree twig. Bitch. I love myself more than anybody. anybody. Fuck, I look like in a Maserati. I lead that shit to the trap star. Yeah. A nigga like me, I'm a busybody. Hello, and welcome back to Fiction Faction with me, as always, across the board this time, Bailey Nicholson. Hello. Across time and space, across an actual window, actually, because uh, we are in different different rooms right now, but it's all happening. I don't know if you sense it, but it feels like there's something between us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm out. <laughs> uh, right next to her, Tanya Camiso. Hey. Enjoying her sunny weekend, watching Sensei like crazy. Yeah, my sunny weekend inside. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 how it's supposed to go, isn't it? Enjoying his sunny weekend, uh, doing errands is James Smith. Yep, that's me. And not watching Sensei. Not watching. I haven't. I just haven't had time. Come on. I just. I would just <laughs> like on, everyone man. to picture the I'm six waves. Six episodes deep. The angry waves of Tanya coming out of when but James said. He hasn't watched watch... the Get Down. I mean, you were so behind at this point, and you Ouch. were my one person. Wait, I did. I watched the Matt? Get Down season two. You did? I did. I watched the whole thing. Oh, come on. Oh. So we can talk that. There you go. That'll give you some Add that to, to the about. list. Yeah. Also, what the listeners can't see right now is that Tanya and James are sharing a mic. And what it's reminding me of when they're both speaking is when people would um, leave joint voicemail um, outgoing <laughs> messages and be like, hey, Hi, you've reached. <laughs> yeah. you you've reached James and like Tanya. <laughs> If we ever, if we ever grow enough to get a call line, you know, like listeners call in. That's our voice. That's our voice. Pause message. James you and Tanya going. Tanya and come on, do James. it, James. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to add a little drama. Dramatic pause. I thought he was just totally gonna leave me hanging, and I'm like, come on. I thought about it. <laughs> real, real good, good pal, James Smith, leaving you hanging in the voicemails. Guys, we're back. We're going to do uh, a nice little episode about some of the latest stuff that we've seen. Uh, we got some Fate of the Furious, some Dear White People Netflix edition. Uh, Tanya might talk a little bit about Sense8. Uh, James will nod and uh, cover his ears, maybe. Uh, I feel like I'll probably wait on that for when James has at least seen some episodes. Yeah. All right. It's, it's just because I didn't want to watch just like one episode. I wanted to be able to cram, like, you know, sit yeah. there and just binge it. So rather than watch like a third of an episode here, another like third of an episode there or something like that, I was like, I'm just going to wait. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I started it on my commute on Friday on, on my phone and I watched the first 15 minutes and then had to stop it to get off the bus. And I was just like, oh, this is so not the way this needs to be watched. You know, like you, you have to like dedicate respect the to medium. You. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. How was, how was watching that on the, on the bus? Wasn't that like, isn't that a bit risky? <laughs> it is actually, you know, I didn't think they were going to go hard on the nudity in the first episode. Like I thought I'd be safe, but there's like, it's not a sex scene, but there's definitely a, a scene with quite a bit of nudity. And I was like, okay, this is a good time to stop. <laughs> but yeah. We also got uh, a couple of impressions for the revolutionary. I would go as far as saying the circle. A very oh my god! <laughs> Revolutionarily bad. Very interesting movie uh, that we uh, Tanya Bailey and I saw. Worst movie of 2017 so far. Silicon Valley and Veep are back, better than ever. We'll see if we we dive a little bit on that and remind you that they are excellent shows that everyone should be watching. But let's start with Dear White People. Why not? Let's get some 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 of us. We are white, dear white people. So let's talk about that. Uh, this is the Netflix adaptation of the movie by the same title. The movie came out in 24, 
2018, if I'm not mistaken, 2013, so. something like that. Yeah. Starring Tessa Thompson and a uh, uh, cast, uh, a lot of unknowns and whatnots. Now, a lot of people that were in the original but not focused on very heavily. A couple of people from the original movie, yes, are yeah. in the TV show again. Uh, and they get a chance to expand on their characters. I think that was, Tanya, you and I, we both really liked the movie and we both were excited to see the show kind of take that as aspect of maybe some characters' development seems a bit rushed in the movie, seems a bit out of nowhere in the movie, and if they have an episode of their own, uh, that would help them out a lot. I was very happy that it's only like a 30-minute episode. Yeah. I was not, I was I not ready. I thought that was a good format for, for it as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, right off the gate, uh, if I if I can start, I'll I'll just say that it, that argument tr- uh, proves true as far as uh, Coco and um, I can't remember his name. The friend, uh, the Reggie. Reggie, yeah. yeah. Coco and Reggie get the most out of this show, in my opinion. Definitely, by their own episodes. Even more so than than Sam, I would say. Oh yeah, Sam yeah. actually gets the low end of the stick as far as which is surprising, but I. You know, I didn't mind it because I feel like her story was 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 very well done in the movie, so it didn't ma- leave me wanting anything from it. So yeah. I, I appreciate that they kind of she almost took a back seat. I mean, she still is kind of she's, she's the central role of it, but to to the in my opinion to the to the not to her benefit. From, no, not yeah, to her almost to her, her detriment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. I had to go back when after uh, watching the whole thing and, and really enjoying Reggie's um, part in it. I, I didn't know that he was in the original movie. I had totally forgotten really? that he was in the original because I don't know. He must have not had a lot to do in the movie. They, they dwell a little bit too much on him being jealous of. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, because they don't give him like, that tech background. They don't give him yeah. any of that. He's just kind of there and kind of excited of being because part obviously, of Sam's movement. I but. mean, that's like the most boring thing about him, in my opinion, is him pining for Sam. Like, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. So that's probably why I kind of glazed over him in the movie. If that was most of his thing, that's most of his thing in the movie, you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, whereas here we get like a really good, like he has the pivotal moment of this series, we should say. I don't know we're gonna go into that yeah but i think so i think yeah. i think that's a that's a good that's a good way to put that as where uh a lot of reviews for the show have called it like wait for if if at first you're not feeling it too much episode four and five is where the show kind of mm-hmm. puts itself forward and says this is what i'm really about sadly i will say that um a little bit of the cheesiness and corniness of it put me off from it the hashtag this speaking in hashtags and Oh, you mean the show in general, not yeah. that that particular no, plot point? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Those those two episodes, particular episode four is the one centered on Coco, and episode five is the one centered on Reggie, and that's the heavy duty one directed by Barry Jenkins, by the way. Of course, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I will agree. That was initially coming away from it. My only, or or the critique that stood out was, I I liked a little bit of the the references and the and the hip kind of way that they speak, but a bit of it felt way too like people don't talk like this you know way um, too much so yeah it was too much like I, I feel like in small doses those references and stuff would have been good but it just felt too much even in and then in, they would like throw it in in serious scenes which didn't make sense like um after she's speaking to reggie when he um gives that really um you know soul-bearing uh poetry performance and she's just like bringing up frank ocean and all and i'm like shut up like this is you know 
Um, and his response to that is like, a, is, is kind of, um, has to do with that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. It was a bit much. Yeah. In the end, I wasn't, I wasn't all that happy with the end result as a whole. I think I would have preferred just the movie. Um, I don't know. I, I, I still really enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely, it's, it's digestible. It's very digestible. It's very easy to finish it. Like, yeah, I, I, see, I, I don't know. I, I, I've, I never <laughs> felt guilty pressing X on the next one or I never felt, oh man, uh, there's another one. Like I, I just kind of finished it without thinking too much about it. And as far as content goes, it, it definitely has its own plethora and the, 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 what it talks about is interesting and in a different level, but I would actually relate it to Riverdale in the sense of I'm kind of, I'm kind of just watching this and I kind of, I don't know the the dialogue is bad and at times and I don't know I don't know I wasn't super happy in the end with it with it but hmm um <laughs> it's funny I watched this um super late in one sitting kind of tipsy on sangria and I feel like that was the like with my best friend and I feel like that was kind of the perfect way to watch it um because it's yeah I don't know and but at the same time I feel like maybe that that um makes light of some of like it is there are very important things that the show is trying to get at i just feel like sometimes it's overshadowed by the kitschiness and them trying to be you know um wokimon go (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah yeah but i don't know i mean i i after after see after episode five though i felt like I was really in it to the end and um yeah I don't know I I I can't equate it to Riverdale for me I think it was definitely a couple steps above Riverdale I don't know I mean as far as quality goes I think Riverdale of course is way way more plastic yeah because if we're talking about the the themes and the and the and the things that it's trying to tackle and the things it's trying to address like I don't feel like we can make that comparison no, I didn't. I didn't mean it as that. I meant it as as far as the the way the show handles itself at t- at times felt that way to me, where it it feels a bit flat and it feels a bit. Uh, you know, we just had this discussion just a couple minutes ago about Riverdale kind of going every now and then and forgetting what it just did five minutes ago, mm. and not that the show has this particular, but this kind of. I don't know this this uh, lack of momentum putting itself forward. Once it has those really powerful moments or those this really interesting character development, like for example, one of my favorite characters is the the journalist. Uh, when the movie was played by little Chris Rock from uh, the Everybody Hates Chris show, and I really like him in the movie. And in the show, I was excited to see how he would be expanded. And he had a obviously a an interesting an interesting arc to himself and his whole dynamic with his roommate and how, you know, he, he's, he's, he's gay and wants to lives in this bubble of wants to be with him, but that's never going to happen really for him or whatnot, but it would limit him. And I feel again, this is entirely just how I felt coming out of the show and spending a few days thinking about it later and even rewatching just the bits of it. I feel like we could have gotten more, but yeah. we we were just kind of. I do think I down. expected more. 
Yeah. Yeah, I do think I expected more, but at the same time, I wasn't completely let down by what I got. I kind of just took it for what it was, and it was a fun... I mean, not again, not that there aren't points of seriousness, but it is a bit of a fun, fluffy watch, you know, Um, which feels awkward once it veers halfway through and says, yeah, by the way, gun violence or uh, racism or blackface parties or uh, which I think, though, is kind of how it is. Sometimes I feel like you can go about living your life and not realizing that this is an ongoing problem until you're literally faced with it in in such a uh, big way. Um, So, I mean, it didn't bother me so much that it shifted because I feel like that's kind of how life can work out. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. The majority of it, it it, it makes me wonder, um, did the movie... Was the movie, did the movie dialogue, was it that much like? It wasn't, it wasn't as, as quirky as, as the show. Yeah. I mean, I I guess that's also because it was, you know, like an an hour and a half or whatever, as opposed to five hours. Right. Um, So even if there was some of that dialogue, it didn't feel as overdone maybe as five hours of that dialogue. Um, I mean, the thing is, for example, Sam, in, in that first episode, you get that moment of, she goes at the radio station again and and has this big speech in the in the TV show and and everyone kind of and 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 it's this powerful moment and it's this 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 thing of this is where the show is going and then the text bubbles show up and her all her friends are doing like this stupid lines and the boyfriend says hashtag makeup sex and <laughs> it's just i don't know I'm, yeah, i don't know it I, felt I, a little watered down i don't know if they felt like they were trying to bring in a younger audience because it's been a couple years since the movie maybe but it did feel a little watered down i felt like the the movie felt a little more like adult people in college yeah whereas i think i kept forgetting that they were in college and not that you're like super mature when you're 19 or 20 or however old these characters are supposed to be but it did feel like maybe they were 16 at times i think that chiming in as someone who watched one and a half episodes of the show i think that that you were talking about like the the moment of seriousness and then the the text bubbles and that kind of like the kitschiness of it and the way the way it was trying to be um i think was a factor in why i didn't keep watching Mm -hmm. and i didn't entirely like stop watching because i was like nah it was just i think it was more circumstantial like i started it and then i did other shit and then i kind of forgot about it but I was able to to brush it off a lot easier as a show that might not matter that much to me because it just because of that tone. Yeah. And, and it, I knew that there would be stronger messages coming from it, obviously, like but it just didn't get there like quick enough, maybe. Or it was just the tone of it was too light and fluffy that I. it's hard for me to keep watching stuff like yeah, that to wait to the fi- till the fifth ep- episode to get something super substantial or the the fourth or fifth we should say because um the fourth is a really good episode for for coco's character it maybe shouldn't have t- taken that long to establish what it wanted to be yeah and especially because i've it has this big dramatic moment and then the show goes into this question mark of what are we doing now what are, what's going on and it, I, di- I didn't feel like the again the ending was see you next year kind of thing for me and it was or wasn't it was oh okay yeah uh however uh i will say a plus for the scandal uh parody (laughs) that was that was a definite highlight defamation or (laughs) i really liked the uh, character that they didn't expand on enough that i really enjoyed was um 
oh god i feel like i'm gonna butcher her name i want to say it's joelle you know the best friend yeah the 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 first the 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 yeah the best friend after coco yeah right. not yeah, coco yeah, yeah. yeah i really yeah and she I had really an interesting liked her. Yeah. yeah and it looks like they might like expand on her if they get a Probably second season second but season, yeah i think i would have would have liked a little bit more from her and i think you know I'm, I'm gonna go as far to say and i know it's hard shoes to fill with it being tessa thompson but like i feel like the chick who played sam really was lacking oh yeah in a presence yeah that you need for a role like that especially when tessa thompson wasn't even tessa thompson yet yeah but she, she like this. owned that role yeah. so hard and you know and again like i i can't help but wondering wonder if i would still think this if it wasn't tessa thompson but that she was like stacked up against but yeah i just she was really forgettable to me and it, I, I feel like they tried to maybe compensate for the way that she was because they showed kind of her past and how she was like different and more like um i guess a little bit more meek and a little bit more like uh malleable and then she became more of like a, a crusader or something yeah so it made a little bit more sense that she wasn't like as commanding as yeah. tessa thompson's character was but i still having loved the character of samantha white so much in the movie and then having this watered down version of her yeah was a big disappointment especially where the 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 best friend she has this moment with with the white boyfriend of, of samantha uh, where she where they're just chatting they're they're nothing the plot is not moving nothing is really happening until the end of their conversation however just that is enough for her to shine like she she's yeah. genuinely good and, and and the actor's genuinely good she's and really good she, she commands a scene very very well yeah so it, it the, the 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 camera would be smart to focus on her a little bit or i was very surprised that she didn't get her own episode like that i was kept just, waiting frankly, yeah yeah they, shocking to me yeah I, I don't like that she became kind of the sidekick that would just have like a funny quirk or would be like eating chicken nuggets in the in the corner like <laughs> i'm like she's so much fucking more interesting than than sam whose like biggest problem is like my boyfriend is white and there's this other guy who like won't take a fucking hint but i'm gonna like throw him a bone like i'm that's another thing like the whole fucking love triangle storyline i'm like i wish the show was above this <laughs> you know because in the movie it didn't it didn't pick up the bait you know like there was that where reggie was you could tell jealous or into her a bit but it she didn't entertain that yeah you know so i'm kind of disappointed that it decided to pick up on that like fucking so overused trope um yeah i don't know this is a little underwhelming that eh, we'll see we'll see how it shakes out for next year uh if uh there, there's probably gonna be i don't know if it's been confirmed that was the other thing i, I kind of i guess i kind of uh, maybe assumed or hoped that it was like a limited series type thing but i don't i'm, I'm pretty uh, sure it's, it's gonna, netflix yeah. there's no limit in anything let's let, let's make a sequel out of everything there's bloodlines coming back you know <laughs> there's plenty of there's plenty of everything to go around james has that phone treating you no i'm kidding <laughs> uh so james you finished uh crash crashing right i did yeah hbo has had it has this interesting moment where we were talking this week it was announced that they're they're thinking about four spin-off ideas for game of thrones and game of thrones is coming to an end and hbo is at this moment where they're still HBO. They're still, you know, the top top dog. Mm-hmm. Don't tell Tanya. But uh, they <laughs> they're so afraid of what what life looks like on the other side after HBO. As far as high prestige dramas, yeah. they have the Damon, yeah. David Simon show this year, but that has Franco in it. So 
could blow up at any time. <laughs> um, but as far as comedy goes, I mean, Bailey, you and I have seen Silicon Valley and Veep re- recently, and they're just still like knocking it out of the park. And Crashing looks like a like another addition to that, where it could run for mm-hmm. four or five seasons and be and just keep growing and. You know, um, well, it feels like it could be like the next, like not in the not any way in that the themes are similar, but it could be the next girls in the sense that it's like another um, HBO hit comedy, like created by Judd Apatow, partially. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. That can just run for as long as like they give them, hey, how much time do you want to do the show, and we'll give it to you because it's good. Yeah, I feel it feels that way. Like it doesn't seem. I, th- I think it was well received. Like I know it got picked up for a second season, and. Um, and it's it's good, yeah. It walks like a really good line between being funny, being painfully awkward, and being like really, really sincere. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. I don't know. Do you think they'll? Um, do, do you think they'll get they'll? Who who else? Who else do you think is making it on the show? Like second season, like comedians. That's the thing. That's the thing that made me laugh, kind of out of nowhere in the show, where all of a sudden, oh, Sarah Silverman just turned. There she is. Oh, so like who? Like who do I think? Yeah, so like, like do you um, think Louis C.K. can make an appearance? I or? was gonna say Maybe. I hope so. Do you think Schumer will show up? She's every fucking where. Maybe why not? <laughs> Maybe like why not? She's doing. Bring in Chappelle. Else. Bring in Chris yeah. Rock. You know. Maybe like, Chris Gethard or like oh, some Gethard. other like. Although I have to say, because the whole thing's supposed to be like New York fixtures too, right? Yeah. So. Chris, his podcast really started to piss me off after a while. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god, he interrupts people like no fucking tomorrow. I had to stop <laughs> listening. I got so mad. <laughs> the beautiful stories from anonymous people. Have you ever listened to that? I, one? I haven't. No. Okay, maybe he has multiple podcasts. But it, for a short period of time, I was very in love with it. And I was like selling it to others. I was like, you got to try this podcast. It's so good. And it was relatively new. This is the call in where like people yes. call in and he can't hang up. He can't up. hang like, up yeah, for yeah. an hour. And it had some really good ones. But there was this one. There was this one where he was talking to this guy and um, he let him know that he was from like somewhere in like New York or Brooklyn or something like that. And um, somewhere near where Chris Gethard is from. <coughs> and so this guy's trying like he mentions that in passing and then goes on to try to tell Chris Gethard like his story or whatever that he wants to talk about. And Chris Gethard will not stop interrupting him every fucking two minutes to try to guess the town <laughs> because he's like knows the area so well. And he'd be like, is it this? And the guy would kind of laugh it off and be like, Haha, no, not yet. Anyway, so like I was saying for like half an hour and I had to just turn it off. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Huh. But, you know, I'm sure he's still a, a valid comedian slash oh, yeah. person who I would enjoy seeing on the show. But I know like he and Pete from like from mm-hmm. from pete's podcast and everything like i know they are friends and they know each other and that and so like would i would expect to see like him because especially because he's like got his shows and that he doesn't in, in uh that he runs in didn't he have like a cable access show for a long time i think so yeah, yeah like, he so did. i could see that being like a rich vein they could mine i think like mike berbiglia will probably mm. pop up i would i would imagine um just because i'm a fan of their podcast like um, I'd really like to see Jay Larson and Ryan Sickler pop in because on both on their podcast called the crab feast and on Pete's podcast, um, you made it weird. They've, he, they've, he's told a story of how like Ryan, like he and Jay, uh, were, were office mates. Like there was an office that Pete had with like, you know, five, six other comedians and there's like a rotating number of people mm-hmm. or rotating, you know. Anyway, cast, if you will. Yeah. And Jay was one of them. And so they know he, he knows uh, Ryan and Jay through that. And Ryan 
uh, once upon a time gave gave uh, Pete like some really solid advice, and they've talked about it on their various on their respective podcasts. So I think it'd be cool to just because I'm a fan of those two, uh, like it'd be really cool to see them on the show. Bring that dynamic, into yeah, the yeah. Show. I got gotcha. you, yeah, because they're they're because like I think Jay's done a bunch of acting work lately. Like I think he's in the new um, uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Mm. I, I don't know how much, like probably just a, a scene or something, because like everybody and their dog apparently is in that thing. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like he's he's and he was in a uh, like a horror movie recently too. He had a significant part. And I just can't I can't think of the name right now. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. It it's any yeah. uh, like SNL alums <clears throat> since they're like in New York. Like any, I wonder. Like, oh, for sure. You know, like they're like wandering around like near the area and like catch one of them outside or yeah, something, yeah. right? And then he tries to like get himself an audition or yeah, something. Yeah, right. That yeah. would be a funny. Yeah, plot that'd be a that. really that'd good be one. funny. Yeah, oh, yeah, just it's a good show. Again, we, we we I mentioned this where all of a sudden Sarah Silverman is there and she's part of it and she actually had one of my highlights of the of the the few episodes uh, granted that I saw where uh, Tanya there's this scene where. Pete is going for this uh this 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 gig as a uh, Rachel Ray's. Oh yeah, that was my favorite episode yeah, too. Yeah, warm up. He's, he's yeah. like a warm up guy. So as when they go to commercial, he he stands up in front of the audience and goes like Rachel Ray, everyone, and like uh, how excited are we? Anyone yeah. any birthdays or whatnot? So that's his thing, <laughs> set up by Silverman. And so he comes home at, at at her place, and she she's hosting a couple other comedians in there as well. So that it's like this think tank and whatnot. But it's, and so he comes home and, and like, did you get it? How did it go? And like. Yeah, I got it. Or he explains the whole story, and they all say, "Yeah, great, man." You know, you didn't really own that moment. Why yeah. don't you go out and you do it again? <laughs> yeah. He goes, yeah. Uh, "What? Yeah, yeah, just go, just go, just go, just sell it really well, you know." And then he comes back and does the whole, "I don't oh, know, I guys, uh, I got it." <laughs> and, like, yeah. and then they all go back and forth, do, like act doing yeah, that, like, like, like seeing doing, who can do it better. Their version of it, <laughs> just like that, and the one where he accidentally. Great talks to Rachel Ray's mom in the audience <laughs> yes. about like sucking a bunch of dicks oh, and didn't yeah. realize that was yeah, yeah, for yeah. me like you oh know God, you know so in Silicon painful. Valley the last season the chain the moment the the funniest thing of the whole series with the chain where where um Jared Jar- the one with Dinesh's chain and then Jared oh, makes yeah, it yeah. says the funniest thing in the world that I'm not I can never deliver it yeah, the same yeah, yeah. so I won't that to me <laughs> the moment with Rachel Ray's mom was like that moment so far for this show Is, where was Rachel Ray and her mom actually on the show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well like, I don't yeah. know if it was the mom but Rachel Ray for sure is oh, in the like show like he somehow ends up talking about like re- to the audience about like relationships and it somehow gets to the point of like someone's like what's the key to a good relationship and someone says oh, like some guy, yeah, some yeah so like, give it a lot of blowjobs blow and then he just plays off it but plays to to, the, to this older to woman who's, oh, and like hey so how many years have you been married well okay so you probably sucked about sucked dick <gasps> about this many times or whatever and then yeah you yeah, find like, out that it was Rachel Ray's mom it and was does so he lose good. his job Oh, no. yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Did he yeah. Did? yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he got fired. fired. Absolutely! Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah I can't imagine the, her being chill about that. And the guy he replaces, like at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> when he has his like meltdown because he thinks he thinks he's he, they brought in Pete to fu- because they were gonna fire him, and really he, he's just there so like if the other guy takes a sick day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah, I'm excited for another season. Amazing. Yeah. So definitely, I, I, again, this, the comedy aspect of HBO is not going anywhere. They're still strong, and at any point, it's interesting to me though how no comedy show though ever becomes the HBO show. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're still just they're, half an they hour, always right? bank mm-hmm. on like a one-hour drama, mm-hmm. right? I feel like they put so much attention there. 
and they're looking for like the next Game of Thrones, which they may or may not find. Yet there's this seemingly amazing wealth of like comedic shows that don't get yeah a- enough mm. do right, which is strange to me. Which to me the the interesting thing because of Netflix being so, you know, they're on their throne right at any point they turn around and they say, do we want to do that? Yeah, and then they own it. For example, comedy specials. HBO was king of comedy specials. And mm. now Chris Rock, Amy Schumer, and Chappelle are doing Netflix. That's that's crazy to me. But this is 2017, right? Where Netflix just says, let's do comedy specials. And now they own the landscape there. So if at any point Netflix decides to go in that aspect of the high, like the, the good the quality comedy shows in the line of Veep or in the line of Silicon Valley. Well, they have Master of None. They have Master of None, but that plays both sides of. Yeah, I've, and it's kind have of. Have you ever laughed out loud like a, for a full solid minute at Master of None? Okay, I don't know if I yes. laughed out loud for like a solid minute at most things, like a whole. <laughs> but like, have I laughed out loud at Master of None? Yeah. Have you sure, had absolutely. like a chain moment with Master of None? Yeah, probably the first time. Probably, yeah. It's hard for me to imagine now because I've it. seen them all through and. It's I a like very strange format. To yeah, me. I watched the pilot and I was kind of like, "Where's this going?" No, it's so good though. It it's, is very it's good. It's good. It's just strange. The, the first couple episodes are really rough. Yeah, in my opinion. Like, like they're so uneven, and it's like the show doesn't know what it is. And then the last, mm, well, it's only what like six episodes or something. Or it's eight? like ten or twelve. Oh, okay, why do I think it's less? I anyway. think it's ten only. But like the last, but... the last, you know, three or four are like really solid. Yeah, but, yeah, but they get so much more serious. That's probably why you feel that way, because they start to hit into more like dramatic tones in that, because it's more about their relationship and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree. I thought I get what you mean by like it's a little scattered in the beginning, but I think that to me that feels more like me as the viewer. I'm trying to figure out how the show's going to go because I don't know what to expect from like an Aziz Ansari series. Um, but I feel like it knows what it's doing i felt it was relatively consistent at the end it takes a more serious note for sure but for me it picks up after the dad's episode the the because that's, parents yeah, yeah that's the perfect blend yeah, that's of, what i mean like that's like but the that's pretty early on third, that's yeah. like the second or third episode and after that like it kind of finds it gets its stride yeah. but yeah. like those first few were like because yeah, yeah. the pilot i kept feeling like oh okay Huh. You know, like it felt, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely worth it to stick it out. Like the yeah. whole season is really, really good. It's really strong. And I'm really happy that a second <clears throat> season is coming soon. Like Aziz's vision in this is really good and it's really, you know, isn't, refreshing. Isn't the episode where he goes to a kid's birthday party, is that like the first or second I think episode? It's the first, yeah. I actually liked that episode because they where they, where they talk about kids and stuff for that, that whole thing. Like not the kids them but it's like it's the kids themselves I don't give a fuck. But just like the <laughs> the overall theme of it I mean, because they start out talking about you know the idea of like, I don't know, would I want to have kids or not? And <laughs> no, they go to this party and they think everything looks great and then the guy's like, I'm so fucking miserable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, at the end he decides whether or not to eat the sandwich. And he's like, no, nah, I'll take the good one, man. Like, I, I really liked I it. I loved the the conversation between, like, the three friends and where they were asked, like, do you, would you want kids? And he's like, I don't know. Sometimes I think so. Sometimes I think not. But, like, what if I want pasta? And, like, I can't go get the pasta because yeah. then I got to find a sitter. And then he's just like, maybe I just want the pasta. And I was like, my life. Yeah. And that, was, <laughs> that was really funny. Like, I was into the but, whole thing, I guess. I guess I just, I don't, there was never a point for me in that show where I was like, man, where the fuck is this? I was like, yeah, I'm into it. I get what you're doing. I, I get that. I don't disagree with that. My my whole point is that to me that's not a oh man, I need to laugh. I'm gonna watch Master of None. 
Whereas no, with true. Veep, yeah. Veep or like Silicon, side splitting, right? Silicon yeah. Valley. No, it's not the same in that way. Yeah. It has its moments, though. No, I, I, I get that. But I've, I've never had like that straight. full laugh out loud moment. I can't believe they, they pull out this joke. Where yeah, no, that's true. I, I, it's like, more it's, like that's smile fine. than laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's what I mean. Like if, if Netflix decides to go in that route of let's find those shows and put them in here, let's find our Silicon Valleys and our Veeps and our whatnot, uh, smart jokes and, and, and things like that, then that would be interesting for me if, if that landscape disappears as well for HBO. Mm-hmm. Moving on. We saw a movie that um, oh, no. might have changed me in different ways. <laughs> I don't know if I... I don't know if I'm the same man as I was before I stepped into that theater. <laughs> the Circle stars Tom Hanks. Um, I always forget her name. Emma uh, Watson. Emma Watson. My boy John Boyega, sadly. Oh, yeah, John, what are you doing there, man? Get out. And uh, mm-hmm. a couple other uh, interesting actors. Patton Oswalt is in it. In a, oh, and uh, what's his name from, from Boyhood? Oh, Bo- the guy from Boyhood. Oh, fuck. My mind, Somebody my- stop putting him in movies, man. He, this is like his second movie, really. Yeah, he's fine in Boyhood. He's, this is just no, a bad thing. He was also in um, the Barack Obama Oh, biopic. yeah, that's right. That's he right. Was? You told me that. Yeah. And I mean, he, he, he has a small role, but he's kind of a similar, like, fucking fun-sucking character i don't know he's he just, just delivers all his he's lines just very weird. annoying he's always like come on so james Whatever. do you, do you remember like, the trailer for this movie it was like the thing that was supposed to be like google but not google uh oh yeah yeah yeah. where yeah. she and then yeah. she the trailer makes it look like she starts working at this place that's google but not google and then you, she starts to figure out how they're spying on everyone it looks like a thriller in the trailer yeah it is not and it is so bad there was nothing, there's nothing good that I can say. I can point out a lot of really bad things. So this movie, again, this movie had this trailer that made it seem like even a high class or just an interesting, oh, you know, it, it's a bit, it's a bit of a simple idea of, oh, Google, but bad. And what's, they're watching you and they have all your information. You could argue that Google is already bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the dialogue is just incredibly childish is this is like a, a first time writer or something like that it's and, it's just really funny and also the 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 trailer so makes you think that it's like this tale of corruption and how she's gonna realize this and be horrified and take them down and it's gonna but be like the, she joins she it. just fucking she becomes like the leader we assume kind of like she she takes down the the guys who started it but and then it looks like she kind of steps into that role or kind of so so uh emma, emma watson works at this shitty job she gets an opportunity to join the circle this huge tech company and as she gets more and more into it she kind of finds out without even really questioning a lot of it just the whole you gotta be social and you gotta share your status and you got five monitors to work and share and share and work and do this do that do this do that and um she becomes kind of a figure in the in the campus in the in the whole set and they do this thing after where, she makes a mistake so yeah so yeah. this happens where she goes on this kayak trip because what kayaking a stupid is fucking mistake too like it's the stupidest she just like takes out a she steals fucking, a boat like they establish early in the movie that she enjoys kayaking and then of course of course sure. and then um so one <laughs> night she's like i don't know frustrated or upset or some shit she goes and steals one and like goes out on the water but then just like goes really far and she sees that the water is shitty ahead and it's foggy and she just keeps going but there's like cameras and shit everywhere watching her so they you know they end up saving her 
but they're like hey she goes over because a boat goes by and, yeah. and she goes under and she's drowning but there's cameras because the google com- the circle has released this project that they're releasing like marbles that are cameras where they can just attach them to different places and collect data and blah 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 uh, and so they find her and they save her and she's so sorry. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I'm so stupid. I don't know. And so they use her as part of the experiment to go. What is the phrase? Like uh, transparent. Go, go transparent. She has a little camera on her 24 seven all the time forever. So now she's a Twitch streamer. Yeah. Hello, guys. So I'm going to go it's get me breakfast. Brushing my teeth, living <laughs> my life. And, it's, and uh, then the big can we also talk about the big moment when she starts to question this is when she sees her parents like like nothing other than this makes her like makes any alarm bells go off until she sees her parents like she goes to like check in with her parents over like video chat or whatever and everyone can see that but like her parents i guess didn't realize that she was about to like do that and they were like totally fucking yeah in the middle of it and that's when she kind of starts to change her but mind. Even up. then, she still kind of just turns around and goes like, oh, you guys <laughs> weren't was supposed weird. to see that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like- oh, lame. But uh, <clears throat> the, the kind of a crux of her character and a motivation for her is that her dad has MS and uh, being part of the circle gets gets him treatment, gets him help and improves mm. their lives and blah, blah, blah. But they, by the way, the, the, the parents are in a, in a very bad movie. They're kind of, in my opinion, some of the strongest of it and that that sadly this was bill paxton's last role um they their dialogue is just awful the mom's dialogue just honey help me with the garden and and this all oh, this crap this dialogue the dialogue that, was the killer it was really horrible you. everything yeah. and um emma watson's accent is bad her american accent is bad thank you is bad i know that's usually a tanya comment <laughs> no it's I'm so super bad. picky about accents but i'm also just questioning now like if she's even i don't even know if she's good at acting no she's kind of terrible <laughs> and i've kind of had this feeling for a while oh boy um well because it's like we didn't really okay she was in harry potter for like her whole youth which, and, and that's a whole di- that's a different yeah. thing beauty and the beast whole different thing because she gets to be like an animated character but in terms of like movies where she's supposed to be like a real person, I don't actually think that she's good. Yeah, at- no, because oh, she's overacts the, a bit. Eh? The like, thing yeah. with, yeah. with Beauty and the Beast that I didn't mind her because I think she's you know her like slightly naive and like you know um, weird slight delivery kind of fits with her character a little bit and this like you know made up world and everything and the fact that she's in a like an animated film like that's kind of like it's like okay whatever like it's still not outstanding but I don't know like the I've seen her in like Perks of Being a Wallflower and I've seen her in this and she just her delivery is so fucking like it looks like she, there's almost like a teleprompter in front of her <laughs> and she's reading off of that. I found her and um, Boyhood Guy were both. Uh, so well, we'll get into that, but they were very. It's, it feels like a like a high school drama performance a little bit. Like, yeah. what, what was his character's name? Boyhood Guy was it like um, whatever it's just it was? Boyfriend? Like, no, 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 no. Not he even had boyfriend. a name. Um, j- j- Camp, no, it's a um, stupid name. I feel like uh, yeah, something like stupid a... because he becomes kind of this, 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 this not this meme, but this kind of a figure in the internet because uh, he gains 
how does he gain popularity? What does he do? His he, stupid fucking deer lamps, whatever. And they're like, he's a deer killer. But my point was, if you can figure out what his name is. So he's from her hometown. And her parents would always be like trying to like nudge, nudge, like you guys should be boyfriend and girlfriend or you guys should hang out. And her delivery was always like, what? Mercer? Mm, like, what? No, not like it was just so awkward and weird every time. Like, so and she bad. said his name too many times. I hate that in movies where they say people's names too much. Like, I don't say Tanya. You yeah, look nice we've, today. We've Tanya. About this. Yeah. Like, fuck. Anyway. And he but he did have the best line in the whole movie that made all three of us laugh out loud in the theater and made someone in front of us turn around and give us the side eye and two people next to us left left the movie after this <laughs> they James. were the smart ones premiere night by the way so yeah and it was this i will share it uh he comes to get angry at emma watson because she has made him huge on the internet and she's made people angry at him for using deer antlers to make lamps. And they're like, you fucking deer killer. And, and he's whatever. also upset because she's embraced, like, you know, this social the circle media life. world. We and used to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and we so used to go out. <laughs> and so they're having this big <laughs> argument in, you know, the circle building and everyone's watching. And it's, it starts to get heated and it, the camera goes to him and he pauses and you think, like, what's he going to say? Oh, like, it's going to oh, be something, a big deal. Yeah. And, he, and he goes... Bye. <laughs> I swear to God, like it's Bye. Oh. zoom in in his face. Oh, like that you're waiting pan, for like, this big like stare. moment, you know, like Bye. where he, he really like gives it to her or like you know is like kind of like says something other than just go fuck yourself Bye. or yeah, literally anything. anything else. But he's just like. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and he almost looks like Wait, confused like while like, he like says he it. All valley girl like, like how, no, 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 no. He I just can't says do his like, voice, but he's just kind of like, Bye. Bye. Yeah. Like he almost <laughs> looks confused himself that he's saying that just bye. Yeah. You know? He's almost like he read the line a couple times and, and was just like, like um, just bye. Well, no, it's bye? like just... it, it's like they're in their drama class and they're doing a scene between the two of them, but the you line. have to no, but you have to like improv. But oh. he, but he's bad at it. So he's like Bye. Yeah. The scene needs to end. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And then they're like, Walks okay, off stage. you yeah. can do better. Next. Yeah. Oh, God. It was just, it's very, it was very It painful. was a piece of there was complete garbage. nothing. And, you know, it had some, you know, fucking Tom Hanks, John Boyega. What do you, what do you do? Oh, my God. Who was so, why? Ugh. I would feel like you're drowning in scripts. Like, why did His you have to pick was this one? Bullshit. Also, yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, he's barely fucking in it, too. And m most of the time when he is in it, he's just lurking in the distance. He's barely in it. Uh, his character does nothing of substance. And he says the line to Emma Watson, I could tell from the moment I saw you, you didn't have a cynical bone in your body. Oh, God. To which I'm like, what do you mean? I, I hate this movie. Yeah. I hate it so yeah. much. And then basically, it, he she gets him to do something big at the end. And he's just kind of like, okay, it's it's done, and that's like the the that's end it. of his character and their. He gets free roam in this movie because he was part of the beginning of the circle, even though the two main guys are. Yeah, he Tom invented Hanks like the main. Um, I don't know, it was like Facebook, kind of like whatever the fuck. Yeah, Patton Oswalt, who is kind of more of the legal side of stuff, and yeah, this movie just takes some turns, man, some turns, and this is interesting because James Pon uh, Ponsol. Oh, I hope I'm saying that right. Ponsold or Ponsold, he is the director and writer for this movie, and he directed the spectacular. Now I know, which is what made me be like, okay, maybe this will be all right. The end of the tour last year, uh, sorry, in 2015. So it it was just weird. I don't know. This again, this really feels like first time movie 
I don't know. It's it funny because the spectacular now is about teenagers, but it felt some somehow more. But it had adult, weight to it, though. Adult than this did, and this was about young adults. I mean, the thing is, the spectacular now is pretty good up until the moment she is in a car crash, and then it's <laughs> really stupid. But that part, man. But however, this movie, the, the the movie still feel, has weight and levity yeah, to it. Yeah. So. I don't know. This movie just uh, this was a real miss. Beck though, Beck's in it. Oh yeah, cameo. Oh from my Beck. god, Beck! That was literally what she sounded like. Yeah. Literally, is that Beck? Oh my god! Runs down uh, like ten minute shot of Beck like do- performing a concert. Oh. Uh, and then also like th- their whole like I don't know if it was tr- they were trying to make it a meet cute. It wasn't cute at all. But when they meet by the bushes and he's like, oh, and he like reaches down. He's like, this is mustache. And it's just like in the fucking bushes in front of him. I'm like, what? Yeah, definitely. And oh, man, this was a big disappointment. However, <laughs> I will say that when we started it, all of the movie producers, which, by the way, there were like five producers for this movie. I knew none of them. Mm-hmm. So that was a big warning sign for me as far as, oh, no one with experience is doing? Oh, that might be a bit scary as far as the producing side of it, which a lot of the times can save shitty movies. This is going to really uh, mm-hmm. make me think twice about seeing Emma Watson movies, like for real. I mean, I wasn't, you know, exactly persuaded to to begin with. But, yeah, this is definitely going to. Because I've always been like, you know, after someone does me. such a long series like through their you know like do harry potter or whatever you get curious of like what are they gonna do like are they gonna become something better it's also interesting to me that she's kind of been of the three of them the one that people have like talked about the most to like watch whereas like the other two are daniel radcliffe is very successful though he's He's like super famous Yeah. yeah but i don't feel like he makes like movies that are as big as the one she's trying to get into, but maybe that's a good thing that he sticks more I to think the indie he makes side of good things. Choices. Um, yeah, no, he definitely does. He he's makes done some way really better cool choices, stuff. and he's a way better actor. And even the things that I've seen Rupert Grinton um, are not bad. See, he disappeared but into the abyss for me. I have no fucking clue yeah. What he happened makes to him. super, but he makes super indie movies. But like, they're he's he's they're fucking way better than the garbage she's putting out. <laughs> well, um, yeah. so so just just to like like just to sum up a little real quick you said like so the trailer makes it look like it's this really tense thriller yeah but in reality it's it's it looks like um honestly if you look at it as a comedy (laughs) it's a bit better like it's trying to be serious and it's laughably bad and it's not even thrillery because there's no there's there's no chase there's no chase there's no even real tension to it it's just crap yeah, it tries to no, mix like big stakes either where you're like if she doesn't take them down this is gonna happen like there's no clear huge things at stake you know okay. yeah it's just it's weirdly tries to be like a commentary on on this situation yeah. and it's karen gillen also gets bad. the bad end of the of this whole movie she's the friend and I don't know, like glancing at the cast list of this thing, it's like it should be good. It should yeah. be yeah. a lot of that's tennis. why we saw it. Yeah. I know. We thought, oh, at worst, like, this is just like a Buddy mild, from the Get Down is know. in there. Like the guy from who plays uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash is in this thing. Oh, very briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I just see yeah. him on the list. He, I'm he, like, nice. he sets her up. Like he's like the her like. <clears throat> yeah, he's very briefly, but yeah. No, this is one of the worst movies I've seen in a really long time. This is fucking terrible. I don't know how it got made. I don't know. <laughs> It's so sad. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. On to better things. That was that was a weird one. Speaking of better things, 
Uh, James, put your seatbelt on because it's time to go for one last ride. And by one last ride, I mean there's still two more to come. But Fate of the Furious. That <laughs> <laughs> was the clumsiest. Came out. He's trying. It's <laughs> and, um, you know, it's more Fast and Furious. It's fun. Uh, family's back, except for one member, you know. Which they don't address at all, really. Rest in peace. Uh, but the the whole thing of the of this one is that uh, Vin Diesel betrays the family. He goes rogue because of uh, reasons, secret reasons. Are you ready to find out what those are? Yeah. yeah he has an one. illegitimate son, and Sport Charlize Theron has him captive. So Charlize Theron sporting some fucked up hair. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Some weird ass thin blonde like braids like or cornrows or or they're crimped. You can't really tell. It's like she went it was to hella distracted. It's like she went to the Caribbean and she got like, that. What the hand, f- yeah, like all hair. those white girls that go to the Caribbean yeah. and get those terrible braids. Oh, Anyways, I know those. I like it when they only get half. Yeah. Cuz they're like I'm still me. Looks so bad. <laughs> so bad. I'm still me. <laughs> Um, oh, that's awesome! <laughs> but obviously, this movie had faced a, an interesting aspect where um, there was some backlash, uh, some infighting in, in, in behind the cameras. Where The Rock made this Instagram post where he said, "Everyone in the movie has been great, and I can't wait for you guys to watch it." And I'm so pissed in this movie. Uh, like my character is so incredibly pissed, and it works for it, but. I just want to say that there's some people in the movie that don't behave themselves and don't act like uh, don't act like a class or whatnot, and everyone just raced to find out who it was, and it was Vin. Oh, that's how it started. Yeah, I didn't know there was like a, a shady Instagram post made. Well, I mean, The Rock Instagrams everything, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he's huge into that. So the thing though is, here's the thing: Vin made this house. He made this. <laughs> we definitely had this conversation. You don't step Ryan's into, very passionate. You don't step into a man's house and just take it for yourself, <laughs> all right? Rock, chill. You're the biggest superstar you in the world. You love The Rock. I love The Rock, but he needs to cool it with this. So now we're going to get a spinoff of The Rock and... Um, uh, what's his name? So are you saying The Rock's like not going to be in these now? Or like what is this? No, he's probably still going to be in the main one. We're, but There's a spinoff? Yeah, they're gonna have a spinoff oh, with Shaw. Oh, for fuck's sakes! Come on. Yeah, because those guys are the those guys are the. Um. Uh. So, um, the Rock and what's his name? What's... Shaw, bald guy, um, from Spy. Oh, fucking the transporter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is <laughs> not again his name. No, but we're trying Jason to find Tatum, his name, and he just names another movie. He's been... No, because because isn't it isn't the it... mechanic? No, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I say that because isn't that the character? Like, didn't they tie the those two franchises? No, really? No, he's just in it. He's just oh, a bad guy. Fuck! Someone told me that, and I just I just believed it. <laughs> I mean, Jason Statham is the same person Pretty in much. every movie. Pretty so much. how dare you? I mean, how he, dare he you? does it well, but he, you know, it's the same person. He's the same same person, but does it incredibly well. Yeah. However, he does get to use a little bit of his funny chops in this one, so which he should do all the time. Because I mean, we already talked about Spy, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie is is just funny. It's just great. There's tons of action, tons of cars moving around. Vin Diesel saying family a lot. Uh, <laughs> we go to Iceland. We go to Cuba. We go to New York. Charlize Theron looks like she might become the main. She is the main villain now. Yeah, forever. she gets away. She does not die. She gets yes. away. 
and she's kind of been now she's revealed that that she was been been behind this whole thing not from the beginning but i actually hate when movies pull that shit it was like the last James Bond where they bring in yeah. Christoph Waltz. Because it like, seems like an afterthought. I'm the orchestra. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, really? Really? All of it? Everything? Was she good in this? Like, all things considered? Charlize Theron? Yeah. Ah. Like, you know, considering what <sighs> it is. The thing about Charlize Theron, like, she's very good at playing the cold bitch. No, you know what wow. I mean? Like, she's... No, she's, she's, she's good at it. I'm pretty sure she'd describe it that way, too. I think that's what she's going for. But, like, yeah. So, I mean, she's good. I don't know if she's been my favorite villain but then again i don't know if i can really remember the villains from the other ones because that's not really what i focus on with these these movies it's more about the the core family you know know, what i mean the villain from tokyo drift was pretty good mostly because i feel like that's the only one i didn't see his background is interesting it's an interesting one but uh yeah no it's it's mostly about the family it's about how they interact and how they get out of these sticky situations is dom back in the family yeah by the end sure. yeah oh yeah and then brian already told me this he like names the kid after brian but it's Which weird the... to... okay coming from the outside perspective knowing that like paul walker dies but in the mm. movies they just say that like he moved away okay yeah. so he names his kid after his friend who just moved away that that's the like the, the why, weird like, part because i kept waiting for them to address it and i think i had kind of assumed that they were also going to kill him off. No, 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 no. But that's, no, no, no. it's so dumb. I don't like, it, then it doesn't make sense him calling, I agree, him calling him off to, after his friend that just fucking retired. It's still like, his, what? it's still his brother. It's still so his So he's not, but he's, why didn't he call him like fucking Roman or something? Oh, because Roman is not on the same level. Are you <laughs> no, kidding me? Don't even bring up. that shit to me but right now. But no, it's just, it still seems a little strange. Like, it, and the only part where they bring it up is like, uh, one of them is like, oh, Brian would know what to do. And he's like, we promised we wouldn't bring him back into this, him and Mia back into this. And I'm just like, yeah, but you can't bring him back into yeah. it because he died. I feel like that moment, that final moment where he like calls him Brian, which of course I knew was coming. I, But I know I felt like that was a good choice knowing that he the actor is dead. But if he's not dead in the in the movie, it's fucking. Yeah, it just it, Okay, it's maybe just, it's just weird because you typically like name as your children tribute. or whatever as tribute as like to relatives yeah, or to someone or who's whatever passed. Who's, who's passed on to carry their name on. You don't just like like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to name my child after my friend that lives an hour away. Like it's weird. Who's still living? Like, it's just strange. Uh, that does, That's not weird to me at all. Like that's just that's just a tribute to his best friend who's who's. But the thing is, they're playing with the double edged sword. They know that, you know, that he's never coming back. So they give him that honor in this movie just to, for this sweet moment where like it, i don't know i, I, I don't know okay maybe I don't think we're spending way a, too much time on thinking like oh the kid's name like, it's, no but it's just like a sweet maybe moment. weird is a strong word but it's just i maybe it just doesn't have as much of an impact than i feel like it would have if he was also dead in the movie i don't know my tears were coming out so <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's because we know the actors that, but anyways okay yeah we're going around in circles but anyways but yeah, it was it was a fun fun time. I, I def- don't. It also made a buttload of m- money. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. tons. I mean, the thing with Fast and the Furious, I don't think you are ever gonna go into a Fast and the Furious and not get what you want out of it. You know what I mean? Like it's always a f- like if you're into the series, I feel like you're always gonna be pretty satisfied. Yeah. And I was satisfied, so. For sure, I'm 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 really I'm really happy that these movies make so much money, and honestly you know 
I, I've been saying this for a while now, but the, some of the most diver, the most diverse movie casts that that you have out there in a big way and not in a cheesy, goofy way, and everyone gets their moments, and of course, you know, Vin gets gets most of it, but. I don't know. I, I I really I really enjoy the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm really happy because I, there a lot of movie channels were showing recently a lot of those the movies. So I had memories of staying <laughs> up late watching like back then the trilogy and then f being disappointed by the fourth one, but then coming back for the fifth one. And I don't know. I love this franchise so much. Who, It's as somebody who hasn't kept up with the franchise, oh I boy. just I kind of I kind of need to know now, like. Do they address who the mother of this child is? Yeah. Or is that something? Okay. And She's is this... from a previous movie. Okay. And that, <laughs> what, what happened to that character? Just She gets killed. Me. She gets killed in that movie? In in this one. In this one? Yeah, in front uh, of the baby. Yeah, she captures, uh, yeah right. she captures both the mom and the kid, and then Dom fucks up at one point, and, she's, and it looks like she's going to kill the kid, but she just kills the mom, and she's pretty much like, if you fuck up again, I'll kill the kid. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, that doesn't happen, and he saves the kid, and everything's fine. <laughs> What's Charlize Theron's character name? Viper? Siren? Cypher. Cypher. Yeah. Combination. Oh, yeah. She's good at computers, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun hang. It. Uh, don't don't buy the special Blu-ray package for all of them. Just wait until like they come out, like then <laughs> the tenth one, because by then Are the, they doing ten and then stopping? Is that a thing they've confirmed? As as far They're as I know, that's the yeah. that's the plan. I feel but, like it's just gonna go on forever. They're gonna be like old people, and they're gonna, it's still gonna be happening. They're gonna like run out of like big shocking vehicles, you know. Like I saw that this one had like <laughs> we got a tank, and I'm like, dude, what haven't you done? Yeah, like, there's a scene also in this one which I kind of was like mm, a little bit about, but there's a scene where like a bunch of cars. Um, Oh, that was great. Really? That that yeah. just felt like a bit much. But I know that's... The, the whole thing is a bit much, though. Well, that's yeah, the point. Fair enough. That's the, why and, I'm not, and I don't every, watch them. And every one, they try to like one-up the last one. So mm. it was in that, I guess, instance okay. But it was just kind of like... It was a long scene with the cars that... Cause she, she hacks like the um, security system on the cars. And then so she drives them like uh, remotely or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. And so she gets a lot of them to drive out of uh, a parking lot and fall... Mm -hmm. in quick succession i don't know but yeah it's a, it's a, i don't know i i like the craft of it of how they they got it done and yeah such a such a great great movie series happy about that <laughs> we we will just quickly let everyone know that uh handmaid's tale is very good it's very dark i'm excited to let's let's maybe let's our thoughts digest for we're gonna hold off on it yeah we'll we'll Do wait a couple time. more episodes james you should you should check it out i think I'll, you I'll would try to catch up then by the time we yeah. talk mm -hmm. i, I yeah. do i actually really do want to see it i just yeah i haven't had yeah. time it's it's good yeah. it's good uh bravo is free on shaw right now so there you go Ooh. um Probably but that's gonna until halfway through and then they're gonna cancel it and hope that everyone yeah <laughs> you know well you can get it as the, it doesn't this doesn't matter uh <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we are fiction faction we are the news friends entertainment podcast remember to check out newsfriends.net where you can get all your quality news friends content like the news friends political pod where edric michael and i continually lose our minds over what's happening in the world check out the news friends podcast which is the main podcast where they talk about news and quirky happenings in the world that's with michael lillig and his gang of uh, goons and other <laughs> vancouver journalists and whatnot you know the the real deal 
the News Friends has a Patreon where you can uh, help out Michael and his quest to video put video of everything possible to him and, and everything else in the world. We just shot some interesting stuff for the Vancouver VR conference, so be on the lookout for a very cool video, hopefully, for that. I wear my sunglasses, so I look kind of cool. <laughs> um, Were they as cool as uh, James's uh, blue sunglasses that he was uh, I mean, I don't think today? anything is as cool as James's on, James on us uh, with a pair of sunglasses, but I try, you know. I'll, I'll bring something in next week that'll It'll blow your mind. Oh, I, I now so I'm better. super excited. Oh yeah, you better not be one of your newsboy caps because we've seen those. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! And I only have one. It's not like I have a selection of them it's in the just closet. The one that just the special one. Over. He grabs it every morning. And goes like, not today. Yeah. This day is not good enough. I gotta for you. feel it. Yeah. Gotta feel you it. Gotta, you gotta earn a newsboy cap. Exactly. Eh? Yeah. Remember that James is the editor of the North Delta Reporter, where you can find all the news about the North Delta community. James, where can people find you on Twitter? And what's happening? What's popping at North Delta? Uh, right now, we're kind of election-focused, obviously. Um, BC elections, for BC, anyone who yeah, doesn't know. provincial election. Um, after that, we'll, we'll, re- we'll, re- we'll take a nap, reassess, and see. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Tana Camisa works at the Western Investor, where she's the digital person doing all the digitals, writing tons of articles. Where can people find you on Twitter and what's what's popping? I'm gonna keep saying this at uh, at Western Investor right now, Tanya. I am uh, at Tr Camiso. Uh, what's popping? I don't know. You know, just things selling for exorbitant amounts. You know the. Same thing. We are not election focused because, you know, lucky. there's no there's no candidate. That <laughs> I'm like the only person for... probably in journalism right now that's like we're not election focused. Oh, I'm I'm also not, well. Unless somebody says something about housing or you know billing permits, then. Yeah. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> a, de- a real heated debate last night about uh, building permits. Uh, Bailey, you you are. The voice, no, no, the one of the I'm many a voice. one of the many voices, the talented uh, voices of CKNW that brings you the news. If you so, if you feel so inclined to tune into this radio station, and people can listen to your voice in the radio there a lot. Where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at B Nicholson CKNW. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MCG Brian. I am the life science uh, reporter for the investing news network which now includes the cannabis section so i'll bring you all your <laughs> weed news are you do you cover the cannabis section yeah oh, which by yeah. the way couldn't have chose say, a better guy it's popping so poppin'. uh yeah I'll, I'll bring you all you last week I, I did a couple articles about that so keep an eye on those weed, and like, it's so hot right now <laughs> that's what i'm imagining <laughs> burning up that's what they tell me gotta light it up <laughs> For James, for Tanya, for Bailey, I'm Brian McGovern, your host with Fiction Faction. We're out. I was up late night balling, so far from my past misfortune. No sleeping, late nights, no eating, gun squeezing. I'm a real artesian, Ramona. I was round that counter. Still down, I'm a north, north soldier. G-slide, right down, sword.